Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, my friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. Got my postcard all ready to go today. You all have been such a blessing uh, sending in these postcards. Don't stop. I love getting them and hearing uh, where people are listening from. Uh, This postcard uh, is from Okinawa, Japan. Look at that. It's from my dear friends, the Yost family, uh, Brian and Heather and the kids, of course, we're members here at Faith Baptist and then got transferred out to Okinawa, and we're praying they get back home soon. But uh, I was thinking, how much does a uh, the, does the postage cost to send a postcard all the way from Okinawa, Japan? Well, we're never going to know because Brian Yost handed me this postcard while we were together in Israel. So I hand-delivered Okinawa postcard given to me in Israel. Doesn't get much better than that. So thanks so much for uh, thinking about us, Yost family, and for listening so faithfully. We are in Mark chapter 8, as you know, and we are in verse number 14. So if you would like to follow along, just join us there. Mark 8, verse 14, Jesus has sailed across the Sea of Galilee. He's now back on the northwestern side, and he has been rejected again by the religious leaders. They have demanded of him, show us a sign, prove who you are. And of course, Jesus uh, is not going to be proving himself over and over again. People that look for miracles really aren't interested in the message in the first place. I think about what Abraham said to the rich man who was in hell. He said, if they don't if they don't believe Moses and the prophets, uh, your brothers are not going to believe if one is raised from the dead. In other words, uh, if they don't believe the veracity of the word of God, then nothing's going to wow them into believing. We talked about that last episode. Look at verse number 14, where the Bible says, well, verse 13, just to get us in context, uh, Jesus left them and entering into the ship again, departed to the other side. So he's just arrived. And now he's getting back in the boat. He's going back over to the other side. So this time to the north, really to the northeastern side, more northern than eastern side of the Sea of Galilee. And remember, they still have those baskets of bread. Remember, uh, before they came to this last stop, they fed the 4,000. And they had those seven baskets full remaining. Well, now the Bible says in verse number 14, now the disciples had forgotten to take bread. Neither had they in the ship with them more than one loaf. So they they didn't have that leftover bread with them. Uh, They just have limited supply. And the Bible says in verse 15, Jesus is teaching them and he charged them saying, take heed Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the leaven of Herod. So leaven is yeast. It's what causes a bread to rise. 
some of you that are into baking know that it just takes a very little bit of that element, that yeast element, that leaven to cause the entire loaf, that entire lump of dough to rise. And of course, there's nothing like fresh baked bread. But the point here is that leaven is not a good thing. Leaven in the Bible is a symbol of sin. Uh, I think about that verse there in Galatians 5 regarding the Judaizers, that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump, the Bible says. And the point is that the Pharisees and the Herodians, these false teachers of the day, uh, they sounded generally good. Most of what they said was reasonable and even biblically reliable, but it was it was the leaven. It was the way by which things were error was was subtly brought in. Uh, the the little bit of poison that causes the entire mixture uh, to be toxic. That's the point. So Jesus was saying, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of Herod. Be, beware, because that's the way it comes in, in little bits and little pieces, and eventually it affects everything. So Jesus is simply warning them about the danger of false teaching. And, and watch how the disciples received that. Verse number 16, and they reasoned among themselves saying, it's because we have no bread. So this is almost humorous to me. So Jesus is speaking to them on a spiritual level. This reminds me of the message back in Capernaum when Jesus preached uh, there about the bread of life and they weren't understanding his words. And Jesus had to remind them the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, they are life. I'm not speaking about physical things. I'm speaking about spiritual realities. And so here Jesus is warning about spiritual realities and doctrine. But they think, because he's talking about leaven, which relates to bread and to baking and all of that, they think that Jesus is talking to them about the fact that they lost bread. They forgot to bring bread. Such was their conscience. Uh, they're completely missing it. I wonder how often we miss messages because we have our own preconceptions. Uh, they were focused on the physical. They were focused on what they had forgotten. Uh, they were thinking about their own belly and their own meal. And so when Jesus spoke to them, they, they, they couldn't contextualize it in the way in which Jesus was giving it. And I wonder sometimes when we go to church or listen to a podcast like this or engage in Bible study, I wonder sometimes if we don't miss the teaching of the text because we're coming to the table with our own preset ideas, uh, our pre own preconditioning. That's why it's so vital for us when we go to church or when we approach a Bible study to have our minds focused on spiritual things. Open thou mine eyes, Lord, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. To have a, a spirit, a predisposition of, Lord, whatever you tell me, I want to apply to my life. It's so important that our minds be ready uh, to receive. Uh, we sing a song here at Faith Baptist Church sometimes, Speak, O Lord. Uh, as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. It's a great new song, and it's a great prayer. I think it's a prayer that uh, all of us ought to pray as we approach 
the Word of God, our spiritual food. But, well, for any case, uh, these disciples were not understanding that, and they thought Jesus was simply chiding them for forgetting bread. And to watch, if you would, verse number 17, and when Jesus knew it, now, Jesus knew that they were misunderstanding, and he knew why they were misunderstanding. So when Jesus knew it, he saith unto them, Why reason ye, because ye have no bread? Perceive ye not yet? In other words, aren't you understanding what's really happening? Neither understand? Have ye your heart yet hardened? So Jesus is, is really rebuking them for the way they're receiving the word. Really? Is this where you are, guys, that you're so focused on this down here that you can't see what I'm saying up here? Well, what is Jesus essentially telling them? He's saying the the issue that you're having is a heart issue. Your heart is not ready to receive. Your heart is not tender. And really, when it comes down to the way the Word of God makes a difference in our lives, it really is a matter of the heart. That's why David prayed there uh, in the Psalms. He said, uh, Lord, search search me, know my heart, try me, know my thoughts. So uh, see if there be any wicked way in me. It, David was concerned about his heart, the heart level reception of God's word. With my whole heart, I have, saw, I have sought thee. He said in Psalm 119, oh, let me not wander uh, from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And so that's so important. Uh, Is your heart hard? Have you hardened your heart, Jesus said? Look at verse number 28, verse number 18, rather. He says, having eyes, see ye not. Having ears, hear ye not. And do ye not remember when I, when I break the five loaves and uh, among the 5,000, how many baskets full of fragments took ye up? They said 12. They say unto him, 12. And when the seven among 4,000, how many baskets full of fragments took ye up? And they said, seven. And he said unto them, how is it that ye do not understand? Guys, are you really worried about supplies? Are you really worried about physical needs? Guys, have I not showed, shown you demonstrably in these two miraculous situations that, it, that supply is not an issue, that meeting needs is not an issue? Men, you, you're, you're, you have not learned the basic lesson of these miracles, And that is that your faith can be properly and safely invested in me. And yet here you are not even hearing a message about the danger of the pharisaical teaching because you're worried about where your next meal is going to come from, or you're worried that I'm going to get on you because you don't have enough resources. Come on. Unless we be too critical of these disciples in that boat on that day, I wonder sometimes if we don't do the exact same thing. Let's take stock in the fact that our God meets our needs. 
And he has demonstrated that over and over again. And so let's start our relationship with him when it comes to his word with faith to say our God loves us, our God cares for us, and our God has a message for us that we certainly do not want to miss because we're so worried about something that God has already promised he'll care for. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. We're going to stop right there in verse number uh, 21. So uh, mark your spot there, and we'll come back to verse number 22 tomorrow, next episode. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.